Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Let me take a deep breath. Oh, man. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. Um, tonight, it's myself, Ashley wait, Chandler, wait, wait. and Jim Parkin. And um, <laughs> thank you for being with us this week. <laughs> this is sometimes we just have to have heavy episodes. And sometimes we don't, but this is going to be one. And in no way does it, it does not intended to take away from kind of a, a nationwide Black Lives Matter movement right now and, and things that need to be discussed. There's things that need to, you know, people need to meet at the table and they need to work through some stuff. But this ministry was set up for first responders and veterans. So to start off tonight... I have to read something, and it's not meant to be disrespectful, but these are the facts, okay? And then this is, okay. when this was posted, it had been in a 96-hour time frame, so more time has passed, and I don't know if there's added numbers to this list, but I'm just going to read it. It's taken from an unknown author on Facebook. It says, in the last 96 hours, a Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Officer was shot in the back of the head while struggling with a rider. Active shooter opened fire on law enforcement at a Las Vegas courthouse. Four St. Louis police officers were shot by an active shooter. A New York police officer was struck by a vehicle. Three Buffalo law enforcement officers struck by a vehicle in front of the police station. Three Davenport law enforcement officers ambushed. One was shot. 132 officers were injured in Chicago during a riot. Nine Pittsburgh officers injured by uh, objects thrown during a riot. Several officers in Rhode Island were injured during riots. Active shooter opened fire at Oakland, California Police Department. Two officers were struck in the head with projectiles in Santa Ana. Two Richland officers were shot in Virginia. One officer struck in the head by a brick in Albany. Four Prince William County police officers sustained head injuries from projectiles. Seven officers were injured in Sacramento. Several officers were shot and injured in Lynchburg. Several Champaign police officers injured. Three Oakland police officers were injured. 21 officers injured in Salt Lake City. At least 50 Secret Service agents were injured by Molotov cocktails in Washington. Three Denver police officers were ran over by a vehicle. 33 New York officers injured during riots. Six Athens police officers injured during protests. Two Capitol Police officers were injured during a riot in Harrisburg. Twelve Las Vegas Metropolitan officers injured in a secondary riot. Twenty-one Minneapolis law enforcement officers injured in riots. One Federal Protective Services officer was shot and killed. And then it says, they are not Derek Chauvin. They're not Thomas Lane. They are not Jay Alexander. Uh, and they are not, I can't pronounce the last name, like Theo or something. And at the same time, the officers misused some of the uh, weaponry they used for during riots and injured some reporters. So this is this is scaled way up. But but like I said on the intro here, this ministry 
the heart of it is to to pour into the hearts of first responders, and that means fire, police, and EMS. And so, while we yeah. while we definitely support our friends that are that are leading the charge or leading some of these peaceful protests in Flint, in Flint, we love them and cherish them and are proud of them for what they're doing. This stuff has to be said, and this yeah. is happening. And as you know, now a chaplain and the director of this ministry, I can't just silently let this happen and not not put it out there. Because I know that our friends that are leading these, these, these marches and stuff around here, this isn't what they want. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear right. that law enforcement folks are being injured and killed. That's not the point. And across the board, that's I'm going to go out and speak for it and say that's not the point of the Black Lives Matter movement at all. But this is where we right. are. And so, you know, so as believers, I think we hold a high responsibility to figure out a way to get ourselves back uh, back on track. Do I know how to do that? Not really. It's <laughs> just, I don't know. But it's just, I think that if there's more to it than Facebook and Instagram, you know, I think discussions need to be had. I think there needs to be training. I think there needs to be uh, relationships with the community and its first responders. It's another thing that, that we dream about and hope to do with our ministry is just create that that space for those relationships. Yeah. But, I mean, folks, this has gotten way out of hand. This is just way out of hand. There's people, like we were worried a, a couple weeks ago about small businesses losing their businesses due to a virus. Well, cool, lockdown got lifted and then their vir- their business got burnt out. And it, which had nothing to do yeah. with, you know, the murder of George Floyd. Nothing. It's just, we're in crazy, crazy times. And we got to figure out a way to be better. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, I had not, I had not heard that, I had not heard that list, Jim. I didn't know. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's one of the things that's not discussed, right? Because we have this, all of us, all of us, nobody's, nobody, the media is not giving us good information, it's pitting us against each other. Right. Because that, see that right now, what's unfortunate is that won't sell. Right. People aren't interested. That's why for after, you know, everybody in our area knows what happened with the sheriff on Friday and on Saturday. And today he met with those right. men. Right. He, he held up his end, which was the right thing to do. He met with them. They got their seat at the table. Right. But for the right. longest time, for like 24 hours, none of the news agencies wanted to cover that. I don't want to talk about that. Right. Right. I want to see crap on fire, man. I want to see people beating up people. Some kids completely destroying and burning up his homeless dudes, all his possessions, in the name of what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... 
Yeah. You know, there is this there is this need for discussion. There has been this this, this issue of systemic racism in our country, and it has to be discussed. This time is way overdue, and everybody with any kind of heart or respect acknowledges that. You know, people understand that this is a discussion that has to happen, but yeah. You know, trying to be being you know, injuring law enforcement folks in the name of somebody else's protest is not how it happens. And it's just, you know, like I said, like I said, you know, we're in a, a situation now where anybody in a uniform's on the hook if this keeps escalating. You know, right. these are just men and women that do a super rough, rough job. That, you know, I heard a young man say, one of the sheriff's deputies, he challenged people. He said, if you look like me, I challenge you to come join the police department. Hold this line. If you want to change it, do it. Be it. Right. Be it. You know, the thing, I think Gandhi said it, be the change you want to see. Be the change, man. Yeah. Get involved. Try it. Try to hold that line. You know, and I, I don't want to sound like a jerk but try to make a split second decision that either way you know either way in the today's climate you've made the wrong decision i think people just need i don't know they need jesus really jesus what i think is the only thing we can go back to if jesus isn't the answer to all this there is no answer it's basic. It's, it's to truly value and love and serve one another. And I know that those, you, you know, I've, there's a lot, been a lot of good stuff of like, reach out to those that are different than you build relationships with those that are different from you. And, you know, we got to get over a lot of this apprehension that we have towards folks that we just don't know. And, and we get that way with just meeting new people at a party or at a friend's house. A new person that you've never met before, we get all nervous. And it doesn't even really matter what they look like. It's just you're meeting somebody new for the first time, you know. Right. And going into an interview for the first time, people get nervous. And so there's just there's a natural part of being nervous to step out and do something new and different. But then there's also just making those steps because they're the right things to do, you know. And I think that it's easier to have those conversations with folks that you already have a relationship with. You know, you can, you can have incredible, helpful conversations when you already know somebody, but when you don't know somebody, it, it's, it's hard in this climate right now right. to even engage in those conversations, you know? Right. Because, well, because everybody is passionate about, right. you know, and like, it's hard to say things and not come off being disrespectful. So, for our listeners, right, no disrespect intended, yeah. but there, there's, no. there's so many levels more than just what's trending, you know, and yeah. it's, so it's hard. We're in a hard situation, and you know, I, I have to, you know, given that I have a kind of a different authority within the church, really choose one of my words wisely. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want to discredit anybody, but at the same time, like this list, my gosh, man, that's, that can't go unnoticed. 
we can't have we can't stand for one thing but not for the other thing. Right. And something that you had said off air before we started was that it it's you had referenced um what the meme or something that said it's okay to be all three sides. Right. And with with the understanding that we don't need to pivot these two completely polarized sides that we see from the media, media and assume that, that there's only two camps that everybody's right. in. And I, I think that um, it's, it's we're grieved that George Floyd was right. killed, you know, and we're grieved from the rioting and we're grieved from our communities not being where they should be, right. you know? Um, and so, you know, even from our ministry standpoint, like our ministry is to create a safe place for our first responders right. um, and our veterans so that they can make, have, have wholeness and, and um, like wholeness in their careers and their families and, and a peace and a hope but also knowing that that's going to have an impact with the communities that they serve. Right. You know, that's that's impacting, you know, even locally for us, like Fenton and Holly and Linden and Grand Blank and Flint and Hartley, right. you know, all the, where every, our hub of people, knowing that if we have whole healthy people that are equipped, that they're going to make a, such an impact with those that they come face to face with on a daily basis, right. whatever city that it's in, and that's going to create peace and hope and relationship and healing right. too. And so our heart for the lighthouse is that, that we are all unified that are those that we're directly serving within, you know, first responders, but that it, it goes outward too, right. you know? So gosh, just, well, that was the whole idea, right? For, the whole, yeah. the whole idea right. was if you change the heart of the ones who look after a city, you can change the city. That was the whole point. Like the whole yes. idea was to give a plate people place where they are out there and they are healthy mentally and emotionally, and you know they are out there working, you know, covering these communities with full hearts and clear minds and stuff. That was so. This all does really, from a ministry standpoint, for us tie in together. It is so intertwined. Yes. But as like I said, and I can't repeat it enough, as we grieve Mr. Floyd and his death. You have to grieve all these injured officers. You have to. Yeah. You can't not. And I, I believe that, you know, I don't know a single person of color that wishes harm. They just want better cops. And, and they want, yeah. they want yeah. more accountable people serving their neighborhood. Yeah. That's all. And that's not a big ask. No. You know, really, in the grand scheme of life, that's really not a big ask at all. No. But, you know, I would just ask that at the same time, our communities recognize in the heat of this moment, the tragedy of all these officers. You know, I just, I hope, because I'm going to post this like, when we're done. I'm going to post it on my page. But I just hope that people can can understand you know and if not and people feel some kind of way that's okay too but i out of respect for who our ministry is focused on i it's 
it needs to be shared. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just weird. Started this thing, man, and it's a really important ministry, and we find ourselves... Like, you know how pastor says that this isn't heaven and this isn't... Or hell. It's like that place in between. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, dude, we're right in between. <laughs> like, we are holding a crazy line when you really break it down and think about it. But you know what, though? I, I think... I was thinking about that, too, earlier today. That it's like, it's... <sighs> yes, we have crazier times than others. But it's always... It's always been a battle of good and evil coming together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so I think it's important to remind ourselves that the mission hasn't changed, right. you know, and just just because people are talking about it now doesn't mean that these things weren't ever important before and that anybody shouldn't be accountable, you know, for any of these things, you know what I mean? And And so I think that. In a lot of ways, our mission hasn't changed. And for us to realize and just be reminded how much we can't sit idly by, you know, you know, there's, I don't know, there's a season for everything, you know, like uh, Solomon talks about, there's a season for this and a season for this. And, you know, as families, you know, like, you know, I've, I've got a husband and four kids at home and I'm working part time and there's a season to rest and there's a season to just pour into my kids and there's a season to, to invest my time in and community things and, and, you know, and so there's always this for me trying to balance all of these things and knowing when to just shut everything off and focus on my family and when to engage and be a part of things. And so I think even more so to be reminded that we need to wake up every day and and be like, God, what do you have for me to do today? Like, what is your will for me today? What do you have to be done today that I can be a part of. And if that's just loving my kid really well today, or if that's just doing my job nine to three today, the best that I can, or if that's going out of my way to, to serve and, and help somebody today, like whatever that is, God, show me what to do. Like, let us be people that just desire to love God and love people so much more because it, so much is at stake and what we do matters and kindness it seems like, like we said earlier, it seems so simple and it seems so like the Sunday school answer that Jesus is the answer, but it, <laughs> he's the answer. And we need, we got to keep pressing in. We got to keep fighting for these things. But that's it, dude. It's really just that simple. It's really, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like we're human and in our flesh, we make it so stinking hard, but it really, it's just that easy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just everything always goes back, even in Scripture. I would say it's that simple. It's not always that easy. <laughs> and oh, also, right. It's right. You know? It's the, yeah. And and I don't know who... Uh, I think uh, Pastor Adam was uh, talking about this Monday night when he was doing the live young adult um, stuff. He's talking about um, spiritual muscles. You know, like so much of what God calls us to do is we learn by doing like we we believe who we are we have to we have to receive what god has said over us but then it's almost part of our believing is doing it we we learn who we are as we're doing and what god has called us to do like there's such an interaction between all those things and right. um oh gosh like the spirit the more that you do stuff the more that you step out the more that you trust god the more that you pray the more that you push in to things that are difficult, you're going to, 
you're going to look back and realize like how much you grew from that and how much strength you gained from that, you know? So we just, we just got to keep pushing. We got to keep <laughs> pressing in, you know? Right. It's, you're right. I like how you said that it's simple, but not always that easy. Yeah. Right. And I think that the things that are worth fighting for aren't easy. Some of the no, most absolutely. incredible things in life are really hard and you have to fight for them, you know? Um, but they're so incredibly beautiful in those moments though, you know, too. So, um, it's so worth it. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, like I keep saying, it's, we're in definitely in interesting times. You know, I wish it wasn't so interesting, really. I'm kind of tired, but, you know, like you said, the mission hasn't changed. Not one bit. Yeah. The distractions are super polarizing, but the mission isn't any different. You know, and maybe this wakes some people up to get being a part of the mission, whatever that looks like, you know? I, w- I was thinking about that, too, in Maybe, war. yeah. You know, I mean, in war, there's there's those that are on the front lines. There's those that are the infantry men and those, you know, even the different branches of government are of the military and everything. But, you know, there's the medics that are right. running around helping. You know. So I just, you know, God has called us to various parts of the body, various parts of community, various parts of various parts of family and business and you know all sorts of things. Right. And so um you know just be obedient. And pray, right? Yeah. Like be yeah. where you're supposed to be. Like Yeah. Cuz there's people who are on the front lines that shouldn't be. That yeah. were never intended to be here, you know. There's there's a uh not really a poem, more of a quote. And I'm going to just shred it right now because I don't have it memorized. But it's talking about the battlefield. And out of a, it says out of 100 people, like 80 or something like that, we're never supposed to be there to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks, keeps breaking it down. It's like 10 are the, the, the soldiers, right? 10 are the, the fighters. And we love them. And then it comes down to the one. And the one's the warrior. And it finishes off by saying, and we love the warrior because it's the warrior that will get us home. That's but cool. just the the first, how it just, like, the first 80 people were never, shouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah. You know? And it's, <laughs> and that's, but it's true, man. There's people that, that for whatever reason they had in their hearts, they jump off into EMS or fire service or law enforcement, and they really shouldn't have done that. And now they're in it, you know, and it's, they aren't equipped. And there's, there's aspects of it that you can't learn. Right. And that's the direct contact with other humanity. That, that can't be taught. Yeah. That's something you just have to have. And if, if you don't, that's cool. There's other things, man. There's a whole world of stuff that you can do to serve and love people and stuff like that but it's just I think knowing that or being around people that can help you through that and walk you through it and stuff like that you know if it's time to move to something else like we can help you we can help you with the transition you know if it's just just being 
kind of faithful and quiet sometimes and still and listening to what what God has for you. I think that's the key. That's good. But that's really all I got. (laughs) I've used up all my wisdom. (laughs) I've appreciated (laughs) it. No, it's good because I haven't talked to you since last week. So it's, you know, a lot's happened in these last few days. And yeah, I've. Isn't it how crazy how quickly things change? Yeah. I, I'm. There's been that's days. That's kind of the joke on the ambulance is like, what happened? <laughs> like, what happened? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, no COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where'd the COVIDs go? Oh, man. But, well, I, you know. I'm, there's definitely been moments these last few days where I just, I go put on some worship music or just go play my piano or go pray or something. Cause right. I mean, it's, this isn't an easy time and, and know that, um, we're, there's so many people that are praying for our communities that are praying for. Um, our first responders and, and things. We're not, right. you know, yeah. we're, we're here. <laughs> we're still, we're still pressing in and we're here for you. So, um, yeah. I've been sitting with Job of all books. Have you? Just, just staying in it. I'm doing the, the reading plans, you know, I have another one that will start tomorrow, but just um, for personal stuff, I just, was doing a year-long reading thing, and then I got in, I got to Job and just never left. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not really that enjoyable of a book. Really. <laughs> There's a lot in there, though. There's a lot more in there. There is, dude. Oh, man. There's a lot that pertains to right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, so a and lot I, of times I do that, too. I find myself, when it's like we're in something, in a season as a country or a community or a church or whatever, and I'll find myself in a book, and I'm like, huh, hmm. this is exactly what's happening. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> yes, so. that's always very interesting and very, it's like, God knows. It's like, God, you always yeah. know. I always forget that you know, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's silly. We do that. Oh, man. So, well, thank you for your wisdom, right. and thank you for um, for serving our communities and everything that you're doing right now. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I know, as like I said, these are hard times. So hard times bring hard topics. But we love you guys. We're praying for you. Just keep keep your eyes up. You know, keep your chin up. We'll all walk through this together. Check us out on the socials. I have kind of muted the Facebook page for TLE for now, out of respect for our friends of color. You know, but we'll be back. We'll be back at the end of the week and stuff like that. You can always look for stuff on the Just Gym page too. Cool. So, all right. Cool. Until next week. We'll see you guys.